I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is I'm just that sad. Is sad. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Big Lane, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. This is the first the first time we've had a guest on twice. Uh, and if you if anybody remembers Grill's very first interview also had poor sound quality. Uh, so we're trying to keep the trend going. Yeah, well, I definitely want to make sure that, um, hold on, I'm, I'm putting in my earphones. So uh, just to respect your time, let's let's kick us off. Uh, we got a special guest on the show today. I think uh, for me personally, this has been one of those guys that has always challenged me to just be a better man. Uh, he's also recently been uh, site queue at the battlefield, got that AO off the ground, handed it off to samples and has also taken on some new roles as our uh, member of the third F team. Uh, so we've got Grills on with us today. And uh, Grills, I, I wonder if you would just uh, get us started, uh, how we always do, with just the, the history of who brought you out to F3, what was that first workout like, and uh, why the name Grills? Yeah, um, well, so, Thanks for having me on, guys. First of all, um, it's an honor to be uh, to be a part of this. Um, but yeah, so I, um, like most guys, or like some guys, you know, I I have that story where um, Brazilian was uh, very persistent with me. Uh, I live uh, down the street from him, and he had been on me to to get into a workout, and you know, I gave him all the excuses. Oh, I'm already, I already work out a couple of days a week. Um, and, uh, you know, it's early. I travel a lot, whatever. And uh, finally, he had, out, throughout my excuses, had picked up that I was open on Mondays and um, that, uh, that, that that would kind of be a day that would work. And so he came to me when we opened the district and said, um, next week, uh we'll see you at the school we're gonna have a murph and um so that's how it that's how it i had no excuse and what were you doing in terms of workout before yeah so um you know i was uh running a little bit and then um i before he was sister act uh i had been working out with rob hockney for oh gosh i don't know five or six years every tuesday thursday in the gym uh but you know that was uh before we called it second half that was a lot about the second half <laughs> so um yeah so that's what i was doing tuesday thursday was running a little bit um you know by myself kind of thing so kind of a sad clown in my workout i'm gonna ask just because i know some of the the history 
know, girls, maybe where you were at. Uh, it sounds like physically you had some fitness stuff going on, but, but spiritually, I mean, when you kind of found yourself at that Murph, what, what was your reaction to just uh, the culture or the workout itself? I mean, any anything uh, you remember there? Yeah, I mean, you know, I just thought it was great that there were guys that were on some sort of a faith journey um, because, you know, we're all on a different we're all on a journey and we're all at different levels on that journey. And um, so just the fact that there was a space for men who were, you know, open to the idea that there's something beyond themselves that they're, that they're living for. And, uh, and that then you could, you know, pair that with a workout um, and, and that you could kind of create this community. So, I mean, for me, it was, it was a really easy thing to get behind um, just because there are guys that, you know, don't have um, open conversations and there's not a, there's not a, a space where that's really celebrated um, in a lot of places. And I would say even in, um, you know, even in parts of, of the, uh, you know, Christian faith, which is where, you know, I kind of land, um, there are, there, it's not always celebrated to have this open and honest dialogue about where guys are at in their life. And so that's really what I um, really, you know, loved about, about the first workout. Uh, and, and that was very apparent early on that that was kind of what F3 was about. I love that. One of my favorite memories at the Murph with you grills was shortly after you know, I was trying to, to right-size my life and get get better, recover from addiction. I remember kind of complaining one time about uh, my M, and I remember you pulling me aside and, and kind of saying, hey, uh, the way you're talking about your M is not uh, putting her in a good light, and I know her, and she wouldn't appreciate that. And that was one of my first real moments of like, wow, these, these guys can really help hold me accountable for who I'm trying to be. Uh, but that kind of aspect of brotherhood or, you know, you, you kind of came into the group with that. And I'm wondering if you've seen that in other areas or in other relationships as, as time has gone on and what's been your experience there? Yeah, yeah well, you know, um, you know, it's funny when you look back on, on conversations you have or people that, that say stuff to you and you don't realize kind of maybe in the moment what, what you're being told is impactful. At least, for, you know, for me, I've had those moments where guys have pulled me aside and, and told me different things or shared different things with me. And kind of in the moment, I didn't realize it. But looking back, that really was a, uh, a conversation that set me on maybe a different trajectory a little bit. Um, but so, you know, it starts for me, those conversations. Um, you know, I've, I've shared kind of with some of the guys in, at coffee and stuff that, you know, I, I didn't really have a, a dad that was very involved. Um, and when he was involved, it was kind of like I always give the example because it kind of illustrates it pretty well. He, um, you know, he wouldn't go to any of the campouts for, for Boy Scouts. Uh, and he wouldn't really work with me in the, um, you know, in the day-to-day of the merit badges and those kinds of things. But boy, when I was on stage getting some award, he was there. And, you know, that, uh, as a kid, you notice that stuff. And, and I'm thankful that I've been in a place 
in my life where I've been able to, to kind of heal those past wounds uh, with my dad and, and reconcile those. Um, but men have been put in my life at different points um, to really kind of fill that void. And, you know, for me, I believe that that's something that God has, has done in my life and put these men there to really have those hard conversations. So it's something that in my life had, had been a part of my life. And, you know, uh, I'm in this Bible study with these guys on Fridays and we've been meeting together, a few of us for, oh gosh, you know, close to 10 years and so just kind of the conversations that, that come up after you know guys that long, uh, it's something that was very, has been a big part of my life. And, you know, it's not easy when you've got guys that come alongside you and maybe tell you a hard truth. Um, but after you can kind of process it uh, a little bit, you know, you realize that this is something that you need uh, in your life if you're going to accelerate. Uh, you need guys that are going to be willing to, you know, respectfully um, and in love, pull you aside and kind of say, hey, you know what, uh, maybe you should think about this a little differently. And uh, if they're guys you love and respect, then you know, you know, you know, there's a mutual understanding that we're here to help each other accelerate. Right. And I couldn't agree more. I guess, you know, for someone like you, I, I do get the sense, and I agree with Blake here, that it is easy for you to do that. I think even when I first met you, you were just someone who opened up with me um, and continue to hold me accountable to this day and have been a great friend to me um, for, the, for the time that I've known you. I guess, what do you think it is about F3 or the organization itself that, you know, even for the harder guys, they eventually open up at some time, right? I mean, it may be a couple months, it may be six months in a year. I mean, eventually the walls come down. I guess, what is it you think that kind of fosters that environment and makes it okay for, you know, guys to be vulnerable with each other and open up and be honest with each other? Well, you know, there's something about, uh, you know, men that we're not, just, we're not naturally vulnerable with each other. And um, I think, uh, you know, when you read Free to Lead and, and you kind of dig into F3 and what F3 you know, how it was founded and why kind of the things that they found out that worked work. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's something that's built in kind of sharing a struggle with someone. Um, and, you know, so we get out there every single day in the gloom and we, we share in a physical struggle um, and we're, we're there to push each other. And, you know, when, when you're there like that, that breaks down just naturally for guys that breaks down barriers. And so I think that is a huge piece that that workout piece, that thing that we do in common is the, is the thing that kind of sets us up for being able to have those conversations. Um, and then once you're kind of there, you know, you, you, you have this name that you're given. And I think there's uh, for, a, for, a, for men, there's something through going through that ritual of kind of getting a name um, that, that kind of um, empowers you and, and brings you close together. And so you, you've got your, you know, your name that you were given by your parents and that you go by kind of out there in the real world. But then, you know, when you come into this organization and you've got these guys that rally around you and they give you kind of a new name, you know, there, for me, there's some faith elements in there. Uh, because that's like, that's biblical. God gives you a new name. 
And, um, and so I think that there's just stuff that resonates with our soul on that level uh, that then allows us to start the process of becoming vulnerable with each other. And um, that's, that's kind of how it all starts. And then you're there every day. There's something about consistency and, you know, proximity that really help with opening that up. And before you know it, you know, you're, you're just being real with some other guys and maybe telling them stuff you haven't ever told anybody before. Yeah, no, I, I, I love that. I've never really heard anyone talk about the importance of the names, right? And my mind immediately went to, it just kind of helps push egos and all of the other BS to the side because regardless of how tough and cool you are outside of F3, it's tough to be the cool guy when everyone's calling you pony or khakis. Like that, <laughs> you're like, whatever your image of just kind of just goes to the side and you adopt this like real true image of who you are once you've gotten these names. Now, I mean, Plague is kind of a cool name. I, I don't think it's very fitting for like who he is as a person. It like sounds too cool. And Grills is like way too hip for who I consider you as a person. But I mean, you've kind of <laughs> come into these identities and I think it just ends up working. I love that. Um, you know, no one's really focused on that and I don't think that gets enough attention. So thanks for sharing that for sure. Yeah, well, you know, uh, yeah, definitely uh, I'm not hip enough to have the name Grills for sure. And, um, you know, on the on the the name thing too, you know, like you said, it, it breaks down these barriers and um, you don't put up with all this BS that you have in the kind of in your regular life. And one thing that I've, you know, told people is like, you know, there are these guys that like I've been working out with and I don't even know what they do. And they're like, well, how do you not know what they do? And I, and you know, how can you say they're a really good friend, but you don't even really know what they do? And, you know, for me, the answer is really simple, you know, because that's not really what it's about. You know, I'm involved in other organizations where you walk in the room and it, on your name tag, it's your name and, and what you do. And that's really what the conversation centers around. And then, you know, at F3, it, it's not really about that. It's, it's about something that's deeper than that. And so you get past these kind of surface level conversations pretty quickly. And, you know, girls, I, I want to pick up on that here in a minute, but I, I think some of what you're saying, too, um, we hear threads of, of uh, the common struggle in, like, Wild at Heart, right? And that book that uh, you're so passionate about. And, and, you know, I think you did a really cool thing pairing the Battlefield AO with that book study and giving guys another tool that they could reference to really, you know, just discover more about themselves. I wonder if you could talk us through through that, through the inspiration you had to, to get that AO started and the connection with, with that book. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, the, the Wild at Heart book is something that's really, it resonates with me uh, because of the struggle that I shared with, you know, that I shared earlier about, about my dad kind of not being around all the time and really just kind of showing up for the, um, you know, for the big things. And, and the premise of the book Wild at Heart is really, um, is really about how God takes us on this journey to be dependent, you know, on what he provides for us. And, uh, and that even if you don't have this dad that 
that you have that you have to kind of bring you into manhood. Um, that that God can do that for you and with you. Um, and so that's when I said that you know there were these men that were very positive role models that were kind of put in my life at very crucial times um, and, and made a huge impact on me. When I then got into um, college and, and was introduced to this book, Wild at Heart, and I read it, I was like, this makes so much sense to me. And this is what, you know, can keep a lot of men from being vulnerable with each other is they're struggling with to find out what their own identity is. And it, and it, is so um, much like the sad, the sad clown that we talk about in F3 is that, you know, really, I mean, the sad clown syndrome is something that we're struggling with every day all the time. And it's just that we've got to remind ourselves every day, you know, what, what this bigger picture is and that we're a part of this bigger story. And so then whenever, um, I started uh, talking to Tater and, and some of the guys about, about a site. Um, this idea of we're going to battle and we're getting prepared for battle and, and there's just so many similarities to what we're talking about in F3 and what, what this book was about in terms of themes. And so it just was really impactful that I was like, you know what, we sh I, I got to call this the battlefield because every day we're helping to prepare um, men for the battlefield of life. And, um, and that, so that's kind of how it got started and the connection. So I do want to dive in a little bit and have you talk about some of the third F offerings with book studies and, and that sort of thing. But also I think some of what you're saying is maybe inspired this impact retreat. And, and I don't know if you could give us a little insight into that. I mean, could a guy that's looking at that expect to maybe learn more about their identity or purpose at that retreat? Yeah, yeah. Well, so first of all, um, you got to give a shout out to Birdman because um, Birdman is is the hymn that's that's out there. He's doing Truth Nugget Thursdays uh, at the Berm, um, and then you know, or started that and. Uh, and then he he kind of reached out and said, hey, you know, I know you did this book study of Wild at Heart, um, and you're obviously, you know, passionate about accelerating kind of in all three Fs. And so he then came came to me and 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 Sparty and uh, LPC and and just kind of said, hey, what do you guys think about, um, you know, doing something like this? And and so for me, it was a no brainer. Uh, that you know when um when you look at f3 and you look at the concentrica and, and you look at all these different let's call them tools that f3 has out there for for men to really help accelerate and even measure their acceleration um you know we are uh looking for ways that we've got to be accelerating in in all three and you know, I'll even I'll even put it out there that you know, uh, F three would say. I mean, I've heard Dred say it on 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 podcasts, and especially there's one about study that he does, and I think it just really sums it up really nicely. He's like, you know what? If I don't care if you're a, a Bob Dylan uh, spiritualist, 
uh, or and he has these different names for these different kind of aspects of faith that you might be searching after or going after. But you know, to to dig in and go in at that with with all you've got, be reading everything you can about that and try to accelerate. And so for me, that's where the impact retreat really comes in is we're giving this this tool uh, or this weekend where we're men who are, are looking to accelerate in the third F. And, you know, for each guy, that's going to maybe look different for what, what that acceleration is or what that acceleration means or, you know, where they are in their journey. And so there's no real expectation of a certain level of you know, because nobody's ever achieved it, right? We're not there. It's a journey. We're all on this journey. And so this impact retreat, um, I, I believe, will really meet guys where they're at and give them an opportunity to look at how they can accelerate in the third F for whatever that looks like for them. Um, a little plug, I will say that there's going to be um, some really cool aspects to the weekend that, that are going to be um, intentionally kind of kept close uh until until guys are there so um it's going to be a really fun time uh for uh the guys that that choose to come to just uh be with each other and kind of have some really cool experiences that maybe um you know maybe will be a, a surprise um so that's so that's the impact retreat and kind of how it got started and then you know in terms of the uh third f piece because you ask about that uh you know so now we've we've put together wentworth put together uh this kind of group of guys that are that are um helping to kind of put some different uh elements into the third f and and help kind of that be really uh more or, or really well rounded out to kind of uh to really give the full expression of what um living life in the third f can, can be about. Um, and so uh, one thing that, you know, I'm, it's a personal passion, uh, but I just get blown away at the, at the, the content that uh, F3 puts out there for us to use. Um, so on the, the third F to really, to really leverage those tools and, and bring them to kind of the forefront. And so you get these guys that are somewhat interested in accelerating, you know, in the third F, and then they can go, uh, you know, to a Q source. And then from the Q source, you know, maybe you find a group of guys that you can shield lock with. And then once you're in that shield lock, you know, what are you, uh, you know, what are you doing to grow? And it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, a Bible study, but, you know, what kind of books are you reading or what kind of conversations are you having that are intentionally leading you to accelerate, because um, what I love about what Dread says is that you know, and, and F three in general, you know, if, if you're not accelerating, then you're decelerating. There's no middle ground there. You're either accelerating or you aren't. And I subscribe to that um, and think that you know, um, if you're not looking at ways that you're accelerating, then then really you're kind of moving backwards. And so that's the beauty of of F three and this accountability thing is that you know you can have guys that now they'll keep you accountable in in every f the first the second and the third well and i i love the beauty of the content that f3 has because it's it's really 
you know, results are produced by consistency over time, right? And so it, we don't need new information or new content necessarily all the time. It's really just embedding the existing content into the way we live our lives. And, and I, so I love the idea of just why not use the content that's already there and just get it into the hands of more guys so that it, it becomes more common uh, terminology or common language. Right. I mean, yeah, we don't have to reinvent the wheel here, you know. Um, and I think for me, it starts with the reading free to lead. I mean, if you're coming to an F3 workout and you've been coming for a while and, and you haven't, you know, picked up a copy of free to lead, then, you know, you're missing out on, on some of the really great things that F3 is about um, that could help you, that could help you grow and accelerate. Uh, and that's, and that's a really simple thing to do. You know, speaking of that though, Grills, and we've kind of bounced around a lot, but could you tell us a little bit about your own journey as far as like first, second and third F? I mean, how, how has F3 impacted or helped you to accelerate? I, I think I've noticed the past few years, you just continue to grow and accelerate, but what's, what's that been like for you? What have been some helpful activities or relationships that, that have pushed you along the way? Yeah, I mean, you know, the F3 has been awesome for me personally. Um, you know, there's th these elements of friendship, the elements of fitness and the elements of faith have always been a part of my life. And in the past, and I'm sure in the future, you know, they take a backseat or they're, or they're forefront uh, or they're accelerating. Um, and so where F3 really has helped me is to, you know, put all three of them kind of into focus. And um, there's just been so many, I mean, in terms of relationships, I mean, you know, I think all of us struggle with, with authentic male relationships just in general um, because that's not something that the world really celebrates. Um, and so while I've had authentic male relationships outside of F3, to come into F3 and you just have these guys that are all just hungry for, you know, being authentic with one, with one another. And um, so, I mean, what... <laughs> the thing about the first F is, you know, and my M, uh, probably like a lot of us, you know, uh, has a kind of a, a, a love-hate relationship with the gloom uh, because she, she sees that I'm better for our family uh, when I can get up and, and, and get a good workout in kind of before the day gets going. Um, but, uh, but there's that kind of what I would call maybe like a healthy tension of, of what that's like, but that keeps that keeps me in every day in at least you know wanting to be in a workout uh, or uh, gives me an opportunity to have that where before you know there's an excuse because uh, you know maybe when I was working out with Rob he was out of town or I was out of town so there's there's that consistency issue and you know so I you're we're doing this interview at a time where I've kind of been out of the gloom for a couple of weeks and I got, I, I was in town for one day 
and got a chance to go to um, a Smurf and a Murph at the district on uh, last Monday. And, you know, what I told the guys there was just, you know, it's so refreshing and so I'm so thankful to know that I can not even have to call any of them and I can show up at 4.45 in the morning for a Smurf and know that there's going to be a group of guys there to, uh, to work out with. And, and so that's been a huge part on the, on the first F. And then on the second F, I mean, I can't even name the, the, just all the guys that have been so um, helpful to me in, um, in just becoming a better man. Uh, and, you know, I definitely count uh, Pony and, um, and you, Plague, as guys that um, have, have been a big impact on that, you know. Funny, uh, Sister Act, I, I, I got to mention him because, you know, we had this relationship that was really great when we worked out together two days a week. Um, now, we, I, I would actually say we probably work out less together, but our relationship, I feel like, and I don't know what he would say about this, but I feel like um, in some ways our relationship has gotten stronger um, just because we have in, this commonality in so many different things with, with F3. Um, so that's the second F. And then on the third F, I mean, just giving an area where there's guys that want to be better than where they are uh, and recognize that there's something that's outside of themselves that's bigger. I think that's a huge uh, thing in faith um, that you've got to acknowledge that the world does not revolve around you. And um, that is a hard thing for for me, you know, I had uh, my Bible study today and I said, you know, sometimes I just want to be in control and I want to be, um, you know, I want to be the, the center of it all. And I think the biggest struggle with that is, is with my M, you know, I want to, I want to be uh, the main guy and that's just not how it works in my family all the time. So, um, so uh, just having those tools to, uh, to kind of deal with that and, and recognize that and work through that in a positive way. Um, all of that is what F3 is, is to me. That's a, that's a great and well thought out response, man. I certainly appreciate it. I'm gonna put you on the spot here and uh, kind of ask you if, if you needed to challenge yourself to one thing to get better at in some aspect of one of the three Fs what would that be? And then what would your challenge to the group be? Oh, that's great. You know, it's easy to think about this stuff in theory, but boy, when you got to, you know, um, so can I start with the challenge to the group? Cause that's easier. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, you know, I, so the challenge to the group, um, and it's going to be kind of similar to what but I'll go into a little more detail with myself, but to, to find one thing to accelerate in. And if, if you really want to challenge yourself, maybe find one thing in each F to accelerate in. And every guy knows where they're at in that. Um, and it can't be a comparison thing. Um, it can't be a, uh, I want to be like this guy over here has got to be, where am I at? And let's do a real honest assessment about where we're at. Um, and then, um, and then pick a goal and, and, and get there. 
Um, so that would be my challenge uh, to the group. I think, you know, so a challenge to myself, one thing that I um, personally struggle with is um, comparison. And um, I, was at a, I was at a meeting with, um, with my wife. She, we went on this trip and, and we were listening to this speaker and the speaker said, uh, comparison is the thief of joy. And I would like to think that that's maybe something that we all kind of struggle with. But for me, that can be a real, that can be something that, that um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going along. I feel like I'm accelerating. And then all of a sudden, I'm distracted by some shiny object. And, and that could be, you know, somebody got a car that I want or somebody got a promotion or, um, you know, but it's all these surface level things that do not matter in the end um, that I believe. So for me, I would say that that is, you know, um, from a biblical perspective, that's kind of the devil sneaking in and, and trying to attack. And I feel like I get, I get attacked um, in areas where, um, where uh, maybe some people say that I'm strong. Um, really one thing that's interesting is, and I think we all get there, you know, we, we have these strengths and, and that's where people come in or, or, or the, you know, anybody who wants to kind of take you down a little bit can come in and really attack those areas. And so, um, so for me, uh, if I'm going to boil it down to actually answer your question and not screw it around, it, it's, it's, it's really to, um, to really just be still in who I am and to know and to continue to remind myself that, you know, um, I, I am created the way that I'm created and, and, um, and to really make sure that I'm doing an honest assessment of myself to, to make sure that there's no pride getting in there, um, which, you know, is also something that, you know, uh, you can easily struggle, I can easily struggle with. If someone says some, some nice things about me, I can kind of get puffed up in my head and, and, um, and that's not good either. So, um, yeah, so I don't know if that, does that answer your question? It does. And you actually touched on something, you know, um, that I want to go back and just circle to. So you, you brought up strength and how usually you kind of gravitate toward those things, right? I mean, that's something that you're good at or you're, you're perceived as being good at or someone has told you in the past that you've been good at. What I think um, is often overlooked, and you kind of touched on it, you're going to have people come in and, and try and bring you down a little bit. But even unintentionally, whether it's God or SkyQ or whoever, there's always going to be these challenges to your strengths. Um, there's always going to be at some point someone coming in saying, or not even saying anything, but just being better than you at what you consider to be strong at. And that's just life, man. That's uh, It's completely humbling. And I think F3 kind of presents the opportunity for guys to see different perspectives or see other guys um, who may be stronger at, at the things that they consider themselves strong at. Um, not, not only that humbling, but it allows them to say, okay, well, I'm not the greatest at this. What else am I also missing, right? What are the areas that I'm weak in? Can I build those up? Um, so I'm, I'm glad you hit on that. I think it's often overlooked. And I think F3 actually provides like an opportunity for us to, you know, be brought down just a little bit. Sometimes we need it. Oh, absolutely. Um, can I tell a story real quick about, about a workout that brought me down a little bit? Absolutely. So 
so I, um, so anytime I want to go run, I just, and be brought down, I go run with the plague and, um, he's just chit chatting and I'm like gasping for air. Um, so there's that, but, um, but no, I, I'm, I would say I'm a solid middle of the pack guy. You know, uh, sometimes I'm towards the front, sometimes I'm toward the back, but, um, I'm, I'm, I've never in a workout really been the six. I've been the six in a lot of areas of my life, but in, in a workout with an F3, I can just say that, you know, rarely am I there. But um, I, I, I went to Huffy's site on Friday, on a Friday, um, a few months back. And it was my first time there. And they were like, well, where do you want to go? You know, where do we want to go run? And so, of course, I was kind of like, well, let's go do the hard one. Well, that brought me down because that was, it was all hills, all hills, both ways. Um, and then we, we circle up for the workout, for the beatdown, and Huffy takes us over to the garage in Exarbon. And waiting at the garage are these homemade sleds. And I'm sure if you've ever been, uh, you know, you've probably, you've probably seen them and there's, um, there are cinder blocks in them. And we pair up and we have to drag these sleds uh, and do some other things up the, the ramp. And the entire time I am like, not only am I the six, I'm the six by like a huge margin. And that was something that, and I told Huffy this a couple of weeks after the workout, I said, Huffy, you know, I've, I've not had a workout at F3 where, um, where I've really been that mentally challenged. The physical challenge was one thing, but the mental challenge that I had to like get over myself for like literally a week. <laughs> and so that is one area where, you know, I really was brought down to like, hey, you know what? This is, this is a real struggle. And I think that goes back to when I mentioned my struggle with comparison. I mean, I don't think there was any one guy that I was comparing myself to, but I was certainly comparing myself to something that I thought I shouldn't be the six. And that was my mental struggle. And so, um, so I, I loved that that happened because it wasn't fun. Um, but now I can look back and, and, and put it into perspective and, and realize that that was a growth opportunity for me. That was an, that was an opportunity for me to accelerate. Um, and those are the kinds of opportunities that we have to, that we have to look back at. And, and I miss them all the time. I mean, I miss opportunities all the time where I could use that as an acceleration opportunity, but, but we've got to be aware of these opportunities where it, it feels like a struggle, but, um, really that struggle is where we're going to find that acceleration opportunity. And there's a book by a guy named Erwin McManus, and I would, uh, and he basically talks about that, that when we're struggling and we're coming up against something, pushing through that is really where we find, you know, true contentment is, 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 is pushing through that struggle and persevering until, until it's over. And then that's where we can find this true contentment. Man, girls, I, I love that. I think um, that's a good lead into, you know, because a lot of our new guys, they start there, right? They don't know any difference. They come in and they're they're the six right away because it's just all so new. 
would that be your advice to the FNG to persevere through that struggle or, or what else would you tell a new guy or, or even one of our existing packs? Like when a new guy shows up to a workout, what could we, or should we be doing better to make sure they, they are really brought into our community? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, definitely I would say you should persevere, uh, you know, but it's hard because we all have egos. And so if we get caught up in this comparison thing, uh, you know, you show up to your first F3 workout and, you know, there are some guys that are super fit and, and that can be tough. But yeah, if you're a new guy and you've come to a couple workouts, I mean, I've been doing this long enough now, two and a half years that, you know, I've seen guys come in and accelerate like crazy. And I mean, I could, the, I don't, I'm not even going to name any guys because there's just so many of them. Uh, but so certainly persevere. And then for guys that are in the packs and, you know, I'm speaking to myself when, uh, when I say this, so um, it's not, it's not a, a judgment or anything like that, but you know, when there's a new guy, notice them, go up to them, introduce yourself uh, and, and just maybe run a lap around the track with them one of the, you know, one of the laps or, or whatever, or uh, ask them a question about themselves. Um, I do not do that very well, but uh, I certainly think that that's an easy thing that we can do. Uh, and there's a lot of guys that do it really, really well. And honestly, like, you know, whenever I first showed up, um, Plague, you were a guy that did that for me. Uh, slow Pitch was a guy that did that for me. And, um, and it, it makes a difference. Khakis was a guy, you know, all those district guys that, you know, this was back when there was only one site on a Monday. And, um, and that was huge for me. Any, anything else, any other memories, stories, uh, words of wisdom, just from your, your time in F3 to uh, encourage or motivate guys? Well, um, well, I don't know. I've shared a couple stories. Uh, there's a lot of stories that are fun. Um, but I, I'll, I'll just end like, you know, by, by thinking, I want to thank you guys because, you know, it takes a lot of courage and a lot of work to, um, to do what you guys are doing uh, in helping the pack share their stories. And I think that, you know, there's, um, there's a lot that we can learn from other people's stories and other people's shared struggles. And so for you guys to put together a platform um, where guys can just talk kind of and share fun stories and share their kind of words of wisdom or, or whatever they, you know, whatever um, they want to talk about, I think is a platform that's, that's super impactful for guys because I've listened to, I, don't, I mean, a number of your episodes and, you know, just the littlest things that guys share that, you know, that's probably just a little side note sometimes to them is like a hugely impactful thing. I mean, you know, that I'm like, I got to remember that I got to, I got to implement that into my life. And so, um, so thank you guys for doing that. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I think we're just, uh, you know, obviously every story we hear, we're super gracious that people are even willing to take the time to speak with us. Um, yeah. and we're, uh, I think we're just happy that there's someone out there listening besides Plague and I constantly repeating the same podcast <laughs> over and over. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll, but I'll tell yeah. you, girls. I'm the same way. I, I've got a list of all the things that guys have said that are have been impactful, and 
you know, for me, you can, you can read books, you can, you know, listen to other podcasts, whatever way you get your knowledge, but there's something about true lived experience that's yeah. so valuable. And especially from guys in your community, a guy that you could go and tap on the shoulder and say, Hey, tell me more about that. Um, it, it's really been impactful. Yeah. So selfishly, I, I think, you know, this, uh, doing this podcast has really has benefited me maybe more than anybody else, but definitely appreciate that. Yeah, well, I you know, so I, I think one, I'm sorry, girls, go ahead, man. I was just going to add one thing, because you said about, you know, shared community uh, plague, and, you know, that is one thing that I, that I think is really cool about what F3 is doing in the communities is, I mean, in reinvigorating male community leadership, we're actually connecting males in our neighborhood with each other. So, you know, I, I kind of joke with guys that, you know, our kids, as they grow up, they're not going to be able to get away with some of the stuff maybe I got away with because I'm like, I know that kid's dad and I'm going to, I can, so there's just, there's just that sense of community that we're building that is absolutely invaluable in my opinion. I agree. And I think that's a, a good way to kind of go out on, on the heels of that statement there. So um, I guess we'll wrap up here with the name of Rama uh, and I will start. Um, John Whitworth on 30 Pony Express. Davin Bickford. Brandon. Oh. Davin Bickford, 38 Grills. Grills, thank you. And we may have lost Brandon Flea Hardy. I think he's like 30 something, maybe 40. He's got a new baby, <laughs> so if you take some time to congratulate him, please do. Um, when he is the plague. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Davin, for your time, man. Appreciate you. Hey, man. I appreciate you. Thanks. Guys. Thanks, buddy.